This podcast is for those of you who want to start or grow your business. You inhale everything you can about improving your mindset and may even have the action plan, but what's getting in your way every time? It's those damn human emotions. I'm Jessica Lee McKinley, life coach for millennial entrepreneurs and your host of the What's Happening podcast. Hi, Hapsters. Welcome back. I am celebrating today. Do you know what today is? It's Revenue Reporting Day. Doesn't that sound so fun? I know. Uh, I am going to be talking about revenue today, but I wanted to share my like little personal anecdote, as I always do in the beginning of this episode, before diving in. Um, but really, for for me, uh, revenue reporting day is something that I I do in my mastermind, and uh, it's where monthly we just track our revenue. We track it in three ways. We track uh, the last twelve months to date. We track year to date and then we track the from the time that we entered the mastermind until now currently so those three numbers help us to understand our growth and the momentum that we're getting and if something is changing if it's working if it's not it helps us understand the trends of our business but uh, I've been seeing in the group first of all just the power of life coaches in this industry I am so loving the mastermind that I'm a part of and the women in the group are so impressive it's so fun to see all the money that's being made and all the lives that are being affected by women taking treating their business like a business we're going to talk about that a little bit in this podcast so um, I personally was really inspired by revenue reporting day uh, be, even when the other people's numbers are bigger than mine or whatever. I, I would say I'm somewhere in the middle of the pack. And um, so I don't tend to have too much drama, even though even if I was at the bottom, I have been there before and I'm okay with it. I love to think of my circumstances, regardless of what they are, as my advantage. That's a thought that really helps me out. So uh, whatever that is for you, if you're you know taking a Peloton class and you're the one that is the lowest on, or what are those classes is orange theory where they put you up on the board. (laughs) If you're the person who's in last, you can use this thought too. Like how can it be advantageous for you? How can you think of it in a way that feels good to be the the bottom person? And I'm going to give you a second to just think about it, but then I'm obviously you can't talk back. So I'm going to tell you (laughs) my thought there is usually okay, if I'm here, like good for me that I'm such a badass that I'm showing up to an advanced room where other people are more experienced than me and I'm still giving it my all. As long as I'm showing up and giving it my all, I actually might be working harder than other people in the room, right? Even where you're at in terms of your place does not determine at all what your growth will be, what your future will be, how your effort is, you know, and so all of those things are not measured necessarily just by where you are in place. They could have been doing this for a really long time. It might, them being in second place might be them, you know, kind of coasting and just expecting to be there. Maybe, we don't know. But the point is, is that 
find the thoughts that help you. And so in revenue reporting day, I notice some people that it's really triggering for them. And I see that in my own clients. And I wanted to talk to you guys about it because the facts are revenue is a part of your business. It doesn't matter what industry you are in. The numbers are a part of this. It's why in my coaching, what we do is we break it out and we separate the math from the drama. We separate the numbers of the way that you're spending your time and how long things are taking and blocking that out. And then we separate out your money so that we look at all of that math, all of those numbers. And I do not let anyone opt out of this because the numbers of your business do a couple of things. Looking at them brings up so much. So let's just dive into the episode. But actually, before we do, as you know, we always shout out a hapster of the week. And uh, this week, I wanted to do a little something unusual, (laughs) which is that I am, instead of having a hapster of the week, I just really want to shout out all the people that have been showing up and thriving and being vulnerable in group coaching. You guys know who you are, but um, I I have my, you know, one-on-one clients right now and we they all have access to group coaching together and it is a different container, right? It's a different thing group coaching versus one-on-one coaching, and I think they both have completely different pros, but one of the most amazing things about being in group coaching is seeing maybe a thought of your own that you didn't even realize that you had until someone else brought it up or having shame or having a feeling or having a judgment about yourself for a way that you're showing up in your business or a thought you're having about your business and seeing someone else be vulnerable and ask the question and show up and bring it all on the table. And I think that the practice for me definitely of being in that container of a group coaching program levels me up in so many ways that one-on-one coaching really can't and it helps me to get neutral myself about all get over my own nonsense in having so much judgment and shame for myself that I cannot let someone else see that I have a thought that's unclean about my my business or about my life and so I just wanted to shout out all the hapsters that are showing up to group and using it like it's meant to be which is really as a place for you to just get clean about all of your stuff. Okay, so next week we'll go back to shouting out the hapsters of the week individually because I know that it's so special. I know those of you who have who listen to the show who are hapsters and have been shouted out and featured on the podcast, I know you say that it makes you feel like a celebrity and you should feel that way because it's a privilege. I take a lot of thought and care into who I shout out and this week I just have been feeling so grateful for the um, the vulnerability and the safe space that that you guys have all created for each other by abiding by the policies and really just staying open and and continuing to like reward each other for being so open uh, in and vulnerable about your business. Because at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. We want to make more money. We want to have more impact. We want to live our biggest life. So amazing. Cheers to all the hapsters showing up to group and making it what it is. Okay, now let's talk about revenue reporting. Okay. Revenue, well, first of all, for the definition, for those of you who are like super 
baby uh, business owners, uh, <laughs> revenue is just the amount of money that you bring in in a in a period of time. So let's say a year, right? Your annual revenue would be the amount of money that your business brings in in a year. Your gross revenue, right, is the amount of money that you bring in just cash and it is not factoring in any of your expenses, right? So it's what you bring in before you subtract your expenses. Revenue is a math problem, you guys. That's why this intro feels really fucking boring. (laughs) You solve for math with your thoughts, though, and that part's not boring. If you're not creating the revenue that you desire, it's only because you don't have the thoughts in place yet that you need to create it. Even when I think about it, like the way that I do anything, when we use the model, right? Your thoughts create your feelings, drive your actions, produce your results. I think of that kind of as a math problem. So when I'm not getting a result that I want, I'm like, okay, one of three things is out of place. My thought, my feeling, or my action. And possibly if it's my thought that's out of place, maybe the feeling and action are also out of place, okay? So it's just about looking at which part of the equation is not working. But truly revenue reporting is a way to inventory your thoughts, your thoughts about your business, right? So you can see, okay, what are the thoughts that are working and what thoughts are coming up when I look at my revenue and I look at the math, okay? So number one of the reasons that you need to report your revenue. When you look at the neutral result of your money, it's going to revenue reporting is designed to bring up your thoughts. So I have my clients track their metrics in their uh, portal. There's a way and it can kind of, it will either text or email you, right? So that you can, you put in your weekly uh, revenue or monthly, depending on how you track for your business. The number though that you put in when you look at it the number isn't creating the thought that you're having so people will look at their numbers and then they'll be like (gasps) and they'll either have be like damn yeah that's kick-ass or they'll be like okay great this is what it is or they'll be like it's not enough right but the number itself isn't what's creating that thought and it's so important to know because I think sometimes we look at the math of our business and we think I should be freaked out I only made, right? And notice the word only. That's also a thought. That's how we know it's a thought. So we want to keep it factual. So when we look at our numbers, by how you feel, you'll know that you're having some thoughts. And looking at those numbers will bring it up so that you can go and get coached on it, right? So important, number one, the number isn't creating that thought. And also conversely, avoiding looking at the numbers of your business isn't going to make the thought go away. Sometimes my clients will tell me this. They'll be like, it's really stressing me out to like have all of my budget, uh, you know, itemized like this and looking at it so much. And I'm like, no, no, it's not stressing you out. (laughs) The thought doesn't go away when you don't look at it. And you might feel in the moment more intense feelings when you're looking at 
the math, but it's because you're actively, it's bringing up whatever foundational scarcity thought. If, if you feel bad when you're looking at it, you generally have bad thoughts about your money. If you feel good, it's because you have good thoughts about your money. It does not matter what number you have, right? So the thought is just going to be when you don't look at your numbers, that that's just going to be running the show in the, in a sneakier way from your subconscious awareness of your thoughts around your money is going to help you know what's working, what's not working and what you want to do differently going forward. And then when you're aware of your drama, like if your thought, for example, is I'm not making enough money, then you can go and get coached on it. The thought I'm not making enough money has nothing to do with the number. I'm going to say this over and over again. And is driving you actually when you think I'm not making enough money you feel in scarcity and you start showing up in a way that is causing you to actually make less money so that you can prove your thought true that you're not making enough money and then even if you do have revenue that comes in that was unexpected you're going to look at that and you're still going to be like well, that's great, but I'm still not making enough. I didn't create this. This is a fluke. And even if you did create it, you're going to be like, yeah, it's a fluke. I don't know, right? And your brain is going to continue to feed you that thought regardless of the circumstance. So you got to call that out and nip it in the bud. One of the best ways to do it is get into the habit of reporting your revenue monthly so that you can notice what your thoughts are and nip them in the bud bring them to coaching right so number two reason to report is so that you can practice getting neutral about the math right getting into your business brain your ceo brain so i want you to create a routine about this whether it's that you track your uh, revenue weekly or you look at if you have a system that tracks your revenue for you like you have an etsy account or um, you know, you use Dubsado or HoneyBook or anything like that, then, or you have a bookkeeper, you still have to be looking at these numbers because it will inform all of your decisions. You want to decide what to expect each month. And we'll talk about that a little bit more, but for me, revenue reporting is, has to be attached to a goal. So my goal this year is 200K. And so I understand where I'm at, what revenue I have created year to date and monthly. And then I understand weekly because I actually asked my, uh, my bookkeeper, Natalie, so that she could, um, what we, for me, Natalie has helped me so much. I actually, before I joined the mastermind, I was already, I had already decided that revenue reporting was something I wanted to do. I wanted it to be a conversation and a meeting. Previously, I had started to do it myself and track it myself, but the accountability of having either a bookkeeper, an accountant, or a coach that you have a monthly reassessment with and analysis of your numbers of your business is so huge, right? Because then you get to understand where am I in terms of my goal? You're not just completely zoomed in and looking at, okay, this is how much I made this week, but you're also zoomed out and said, and what, what does that mean in terms of my path to my goal? So I have the, the road to 200K and we have an entire projection math Excel spreadsheet of what I would need to make each week. And it's adjusted each month. Natalie adjusts it 
each month what I need to make each week in order to stay on track for my 200k goal and so I it makes it that simple it's just a math problem right I just do that and then when I come under in a week which you better believe of course that happens then what happens is it's no big deal I just go oh it just adjusts how much do I have to make this week then now what's the new math equation nothing has gone wrong okay so it helps you practice get neutral helps you stay connected to your goal and to stay kind of on top of it uh, and to start deciding what to expect. So for me, knowing the numbers, I decided that, you know, this week I think I wanted to make $2,000. It was like, or $1,700 or something was the number. It was like, okay. And then next week I expect, and she knows too, when I have some expected income based on auto pay and stuff, So some weeks it's 4,000, some weeks it's 1,000 and we have the expected revenue versus what I need to create, right? It's like unexpected revenue. So I know where I need, what I need to go out and do. And then I just go about doing it, right? It's not just about that action plan. It's about, okay, if I need to go do this and I have the thought right now that I'm not making enough money, it's going to be impossible, nearly impossible for me to go out and create the result that I want because I'm trying to, again, I'm trying to out action that bad thought. I need to know what these thoughts are so that I can get them sorted and then go back about my business, right? So decide what to expect. It Once you're neutral, you can make goals a habit. So you're not just having a yearly goal, but you're breaking that down. You have their monthly goal and even a weekly goal. It helps you stay creative. So for me too, I realized that um, at the rate that I was going, I'm still kind of going to be short something around like 26K for the year to my goal. So I was like, okay, how can I, instead of overworking and trying to hustle my way there, how could I get creative and start to pre-sell in ways that will allow me to hit my goal? So fun because not only am I pre-selling, but then now I'm using and testing this process and teaching my clients how to do it as well. So some of my clients have used what I started to do to sign them in their own way to start to pre-sell for things that are not yet, uh, like they're, they don't yet have available to give them the actual product. And again, you test this out and you see for your industry, is that something that your clients would be interested in? And I found that mine were like, yes, they are willing to reserve a one-on-one spot with me to pre-sell. So if you're listening again, you know that one-on-one coaching is no longer going to be offered after December 31st of this year, 2021, if you're listening current. And so right now, if even though I'm at a wait list, you can sign up for one-on-one coaching to guarantee your spot, but you won't start for a couple of weeks until that space ends, right? So this is really fun. That creative strategy for sure was something that I never would have thought of if I wasn't attaching my goal and reporting my revenue and seeing the gap. And then it keeps it numbers and factual. And I really think this one is one of the points that I hope changes you guys in the way that you're thinking about your numbers in your business. I, right when we reported revenue today in the mastermind, I saw someone say like, oh, thanks for all these thoughts on the money because I actually had my lowest month um, in a while. And someone said, just be careful using that term, like your lowest month in a while, because it might feel true, but in the history of your business, it's not. She said, I suggest you try saying I made X dollars this month. 
that's just keeping it factual. And the girl who had said that about her business, about her number, she said, you know what? That's so true. This time last year, I would be thrilled to make the amount of money that I'm making this month. And immediately she got out of that feeling of scarcity and not enoughness. And she was like, you know what? She felt in growth. She felt like, oh, actually I'm making, I'm making plenty of money and I just need to, I, and plenty of money. And so notice she had a thought about the same number, but it shifted because she was able to get factual. She said, I made, you know, whatever dollars. And it's so funny because I'll I, I would love to go back and find out what the actual number was because I'm pretty sure her her amount of money that she'd made in the past two weeks was something like mm, 12,000 or something like that in two weeks. And I'm like, do you know how many people are listening to this podcast right now being like, she made 12,000 in two weeks and she was thinking that's not enough, right? And you think if only I was making $12,000 a month, I would feel so like, you know, in abundance. And I'm like, I bet you the truth is, is if you're in scarcity right now about your money, what happens is that as you make more money, you continue to find evidence that it's not enough. And you keep moving the goalposts and you raise your expenses, right? Like as life do, life does. And yes, you, you will continue to think that thought. So we just have to watch out for that. And then finally, the third one is, uh, you don't miss a thing. So knowing your numbers is helps you know when to make those smart changes. Like I said, it helps make it creative and make those decisions about pre-selling. Also, you want to not just track your gross revenue, but you also want to track your expenses and your profit. And then finally, like you don't miss a thing when you're reporting monthly. I realized this this time when I was tracking it, like I was always tracking it and looking at the numbers. But when I had to report these three numbers to outside accountability, to my coach and the team, I realized when I was re-going over it with my bookkeeper that I misread a report from her. And now I caught it. So like in the process of, of recording my revenue, I was like, oh my gosh, I actually thought that I had received, are you guys ready for this? I thought that I had received $26,000 more than I had. And like, I didn't even notice. I was just, I read the report wrong. It was something about receivables, but I, I thought that it was cash that I'd already created. And so I was like, oh my gosh, wow, I'm further from my goal than I thought. And I had more thoughts and it, it helped me to know the truth in my business. And then finally, the most important reason I think why you need to report your revenue is so that you can start evaluating like a CEO. I want you guys to keep this math instead of drama. I want you to start monthly going into the boardroom that is in your big company. And even if that's just in your bedroom or wherever you run your business out of, I want you to treat your business like a business. And that includes the way you evaluate your numbers. The numbers are neutral. Even if and when you have a month that has zero earnings, it this process of evaluating coming in and being like okay these were our numbers these were our numbers year to date this is our current numbers um this is our current revenue this is what we did this is what's working this is what's not working and when there's zero dollars revenue still something is working i challenge you to always find something that's working something that's not working and something that is what you would like to do differently right and 
pull up your big girl or big boy pants. This is the time for you to practice getting into your CEO brain. You need to start evaluating in a neutral way and making everything about the math instead of the drama. And if you're going to have some drama, make it some fun drama at least. Be like, you know what? We're going to we're going to double what we did this month or whatever. Like at least have it be fun. Make it to your advantage. Okay, you guys. So that is what I wanted to share about revenue reporting. I think it is so huge. And now I am starting to make it mandatory for my clients as well, because they all have businesses and the numbers will reflect. It's just it all of your results are just a reflection of what you're thinking currently. So when we're looking at the numbers, we can't avoid them because the truth is, is that if you want to make more money or you want to have different numbers, you need to look at them so that you can know what am I thinking that I might not even be aware of yet so that I can change it so that I can grow, level up and make a deeper impact. All right, you guys have a beautiful weekend.